folks. Audio, video, five, four, three, two, one. We are live. Good morning, House of Destiny. Once again, we're here in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And we want to go to the book of Ezekiel. We're going to be starting at the book of Ezekiel, the 28th chapter, verses 14 and 15. <clears throat> title of our message today is The Burning Bush is Me. Once again, The Burning Bush is Me. And we're going to be dealing in the uh, book of Exodus. We're going to be dealing with some things, but we want to get this thing, this stage set for what God is saying this morning. You know, like the things that are going on right now in the world is really, really, really eye-opening for a lesson of the word. And God is uh, being such an awesome God that he is. He said, now I want you to go back and I want you to retrace some things and let's try to see if we can get the people of God, including myself, to understand more about how we've gotten in this position that we're in. So he took me to the book of Ezekiel, the 28th chapter, starting at verses 14. He says, Thou art the anointed cherub. That word cherub there means guardian angel that covereth. He's talking about Lucifer here, who later became known as Satan. He says, Thou art the anointed cherub that covereth. Mm -hmm. He's the protector. And I have set thee so. This is God talking to Lucifer. He said, Thou wast upon the holy mountain of God, and thou hast walked up and down in the midst of the stones of fire. And thou wast perfect in thy ways from the day that thou wast created. And then God says, Until. Iniquity was found in thee. And it was the same way with us. Everything, we were perfect in all our ways until iniquity was found in us. Now, here's this guy, Lucifer. <clears throat> we're going to go kind of deep today. We're going to get back to our deeper teachings. And here's Lucifer, and he's the anointed cherub. You see, see what God had did was, see, God had placed Lucifer, which means light bearer. Now, Lucifer had the light of God, because God is light. And in him there is no darkness of all. So what God had did, God created this guardian angel. Known as Lucifer. He's a cherubim angel. And what happened was, he gave him the authority to guard and protect the earth with light. That's why he's called the light bearer. Amen? Y'all follow me? And he was perfect in what he was doing until iniquity was found in his heart, you see. Because, how many of y'all know that God can give you a position? 
and you will covet somebody else's position and blow your own self out the water. I, can I get an amen up in here? Stay in your lane. Because that's what's wrong now in the church. People don't know how to, look, I don't know how else to say it except the way it needs to be said. Boaz is the one that owned the fields and planted the, har- the, 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 the harvest, right? But he was generous enough to give to Ruth, right? And Ruth was humble enough not to come in and exert herself above Boaz. In other words, she stayed in her lane, didn't she? And guess what happened? She wound up getting married to him. That's heavy. That's heavy. A lot of times we miss out on what God has for us. It's because, not because we aren't doing everything perfect or right, because ain't nobody doing that, but because of our situation inside ourselves, whether we are humble and whether we are not filled with jealousy and envyism and, and malice and all of that kind of stuff. See, this is the kind of stuff that will keep you from being blessed. It's what's in your heart that will stop you. If a man or a woman don't check their heart, let me tell you something, they'll do some crazy stuff. This is what Satan did. He, Lucifer, he was covering the earth. And then all of a sudden, iniquity was found in him. And here the trouble began. Isaiah 14, verses 13 and 14. I want you to go with me there. Isaiah 14, verses 13 and 14. See, here's where he messed up at, see. God had already put him in the position where he needed to be. But he wasn't satisfied there. He wasn't satisfied. So here he comes, is, For thou hast said in thine heart, this is God talking to Lucifer now, I will ascend into heaven. Wait a minute, I put you as the cover of old earth. To bear the light of the earth. I, I, I've already given you a job. No. I'm going to ascend into heaven. And I'm going to exalt my throne above the stars of God, which are all the angels of God. I'm going to be top dog. And I will sit upon the mount of the congregation. Well, that's, that's Jesus Christ's job. In the sides of the north. Next verse. In the sides of the north. And I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. Look at him. Talking about I. Five times. And then he says, I'll be like the most high. Uh-oh. Now I already set you where you need to be and where I wanted you and where I created you for. This is your gift. I created you with the gift of covering. The earth, as the anointed cherub that covers, that guards over the earth with the light that came from me, which I gave to you to do the job. But that wasn't good enough. I mean, uh, say what's this? How many times we give people position and they ain't satisfied? They come in to uproot. 
tear down. That's just the reality of the situation. Smiling faces. <laughs> y'all better, y'all better be careful with what you let smile in your face. Cause faithful are the wounds of a friend, but deceitful are the kisses of the enemy. That's what God's word says. Now, he was all right. He was covering the earth. But he was also plotting at the same <laughs> He was also plotting at the same time to try to overthrow God. Be sure your sins will find you out when you're trying to destroy somebody else. You'll be found out. You got these fires burning out here in paradise. One of the most racist places, people didn't even know about that, how racist they are. So, so you know me, I speak truth. I don't care where I'm at, and I, you, I just don't care. So people are always hot with me, Rip. You think I care? I feed on it. Makes me stronger to do God's will because that's what we need now. You see, in the times that we're in right now, if we don't have some strong leaders that's going to speak the truth, we're going to be in real trouble because there ain't going to be no truth spoken. So when I say that's judgment of God, them fire. Just like it's the judgment of God in these other places. Don't nothing happen unless he done already told us he's in the wind and all of that. He said his way is in the, the whirlwind. And his steps are the dust of the clouds. That's some strong stuff. That means he's walking in that storm. He's walking in that fire. The Bible says that God is a consuming fire. And God looks down and he sees all of this nastiness in these folk heart. And this just, he said, I'll burn all this up. I'll make it look like hell on earth. I'll burn it up. Now, I feel sorry for these people, but I can't stop God from doing what God going to do because he's given us all a space to at least admit that we're sinners. At least admit it. But we won't even admit it. We run around here with our little flags and our little votes and our little stupid stuff. And God is saying, I'll smack all that out of the way. And that's exactly what he's doing. I ain't never heard no whole town, whole city being burned up except Sodom and Gomorrah. So something wasn't right. Something just ain't right. Now, nah, I'll probably get attacked by it, but I don't care. I don't care. I'm strong enough to handle I got a thick skin. I'm an old war dog, I'm, and I'm telling you, when on the day that I take my war clothes off, there's going to be all kind of wounds on my body just from being a leader in this world today. If you could only see the wounds that came from my friends, not from my enemy. David said if it had been an enemy, I could have stood it. But it was one that 
ate with me and broke bread at the table with me and came into the house of the Lord to worship with me. It was him that tried to kill me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But it only made me stronger. So now, God says, when Lucifer, he takes, and what he does is, he hollering out, I'm going to be like the most high. I'm going to send above the stars of God. I'm going to sit in the mountain of the congregation and all that good stuff, you know. I'm going to exalt my throne above the clouds. I will ascend above the clouds. I'm going to do all this, and I'm going to be like the most high. And God said, no, you're not. Bam. He stuck him down off here in first heaven. First heaven is the atmosphere. Now, at that time, Genesis says that in the beginning, Genesis 1, verse 1 and 2, the Bible says that in the beginning, God created heaven and earth, right? Amen. The heavens and the earth, right? Amen. Done there. Something happened between 1 and 2. I'm going to tell you what happened. What happened was when the light bearer, Lucifer, fell, from covering the earth, the earth went dark because he was the light bearer. Come on now. If we cut the light out, what's going to happen? And ain't nothing else going to start happening. Ain't nothing else going to start growing. So everything else that was in here going to begin to die. You understand what I'm saying? So the earth was dark without form. And it was void. And the darkness was upon the face of the what? It didn't say that the earth was engulfed in water like some have preached. That's not what it said. It said that the darkness was upon the deep, the waters. But it didn't say that the earth was submerged in water. He didn't say that. Just like he didn't say it was an apple. Just like he didn't say it that, that he killed an animal and made skin. The Bible said that God made coats of skin for us. Just right here. You see how they interject this crazy insanity stuff, them denominations. You see how they do that? And that theology will screw your head completely up. And have you where you will deny the truth and the truth be right there in front of your face. And you say, no, no, no. Yes, there it is. But you got to see further than your first truth. You got to see further than your first knowledge. You got to see further than what you think. You got to see further than that. Hmm. So, now the earth is dark. Formless, void, and darkness now. Darkness means adversity. Chaos. We in a dark world, right? Light shining in the dark, but the darkness comprehended not. Now, he said that the darkness was upon the face of the deep. In other words, couldn't nobody get no revelation. Because when you caught up in adversity and chaos and foolishness 
and drama, you know all that kind of stuff will keep you in darkness. And, and the deeper things in you will not be able to be discovered because of the chaos. We were at a gala last night, Brendan and I, and we were sitting with this individual, God help her, God bless her. And, 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 and I mean, it was just pitiful the way the drama and the chaos. And, and listen, church, people will try to bring you into that insanity if you're if you crazy enough to come and you'll be just crazy as they are. Mm-mm. You got to learn what to get into. Don't go there. Stay back. Crazy bed bug. You know, not being able to see the, what's in the deep is caused from obscurity, from darkness. And But even in that, the Spirit of God, the Bible says in verse uh, 1 and 2, Verse 2, that the Spirit of God, it brooded, means that it traveled over the face of the waters. God's Spirit was traveling even though we're in darkness. God's Spirit is still traveling over the blessings, the waters that are inside of us. But in order for us to see the blessings that are inside of us, that God has for us, there has to be some light. So God said, let there be light, meaning let there be me. Let me put things back in order. That's what he was saying, because God is light. And he didn't make the physical light until the fourth day. Check your book. So, so, so light wasn't light like we theology thinking light. No, light was God because God is light, First John. And in him there is no darkness at all. Now, Ezekiel, I mean Exodus 3, verses 1 through 5, begins the journey. Of where we are as far as this message today. Now, I heard a minister say last night, and I'm going to take it further, and he was right. Everybody's faith is different. That ain't what he said, but I'm telling you what God has given me. Everybody has a different faith. And he said something. He said, you know, Enoch's faith was that he walked with God. Because the Bible says Enoch walked with God and he was found no more. And then he said, Noah worked with God because Noah built the ark with God. But then God said, I want you to take it further, Doc. Because he didn't call me Doc, you know. He said, I want you to take this further. So I said, okay, Lord, that's what you want me to do. So he said, Abraham 
believe God. So if Enoch walked with God, Noah worked with God, Abraham believed God, David loved God, I'm talking about faith. Paul fought for God, and Jesus Christ is God. God said, take him to that level. Take him, take him all the way. Don't take him part of the way. Take him all the way. So I say, okay. Our faith is different. Our levels of faith is different. Some of us are walking with God. Some of us are working with God. Some of us are believing God. You know, some of us are doing all, some of us are fighting for God. You know, our faith is different. That's why I can't discount your faith when your faith don't line up with mine. Because my faith ain't like yours. And God showed me that. God said, I got people on this earth for all kinds of situations. I got people on this earth that go through sickness all their life just so I might be glorified. I got all kinds of people on this earth that go through all kinds of things. So that my glory, not theirs, but And in the midst of us going through, whatever it is that we're going through, is not God still raising you up? Ain't God a funny kind of guy? Huh? Since you've been with God, are you doing better? Are he blessing you more? Since you've been with him. They tell me he blessed you with a car. Huh? Yeah, I had to bring you to the realization. I, had, I, I want you to get that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. That was the Spirit talking to you because God is doing great things in you. And see, regardless of whether you understand the process, you're never going to understand the process that God is working. I'm not either. We, that's why we take it by faith. Just keep coming back. And keep doing what you're doing. Because some of us have the faith to play music for God. <laughs> the Bible says, Whosoever lend to the poor, God will repay them. That's why I keep doing what I do. Regardless of whatever my situation is, I don't get discouraged about it. I don't let nobody discourage me about nothing, you know. I just keep on doing what I can to help mankind. As long as I'm loving, I got a chance. Because the Bible says, whosoever loveth one another has fulfilled the entire law. Amen? Amen. James Hill spoke on that last week. Powerful message. I think it was last week. Never rolled on the floor, never hooping all the hot, and, 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 and that message still sticking with me. I tell, uh, yeah. You ain't going to do all them antics. See, I know better. I'm not ignorant. I might be crazy sometimes, but I ain't ignorant. God is blessing. 
So I got, I said, now, now, now Lord, you, you, you took me all the way back there just to bring me up to Exodus, Moses. Now the Bible says, now, somebody say now, chapter 3. Exodus 3, verse 1. See that word there? What did it say? Now. Can you put it up there? Now mean now, right? Now Moses, the word Moses means the one that's rescued, drawn out and rescued. You know what the church means? The word church means drawn out, called out, and rescued. Moses is a form of the church. Leadership. Israel is the church. Amen? Now watch this. Notice I said now, the burning bush. Somebody say the burning bush is me and touch yourself. You got to touch yourself. You got to touch yourself on this thing because you got to get. That's the only way you're going to make it personal. And then I'm going to show you what God showed me to give to us. Notice I said us. Notice I said us, Brenda Manley, not y'all. See, see, wise man folks see evil. Hide himself from it. You got to cut it off before it gets there. Now, Moses, the deliverer, and the one that's been rescued, he kept the flock. Well, we know the flock is the body of Christ. He kept the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law, who was the priest of Midian. Midian means confusion and chaos. Is not the church in chaos? And leadership going through hell. Because of that flock. And he led. Notice what he did. And he led the flock. To the. What side? Everybody want to be on front street. (laughs) But he led the flock. To the back side of the desert. And he came. On the backside to the mountain of God. He didn't come to the mountain of God while he was on front street. See, he figured out what nothing happening over here for me to feed these flock of mine of death rows. So what I'm gonna have to do is I'm gonna have to discover somewhere else. Let me go somewhere I ain't been before. Take them somewhere I haven't been before. Let me take the flock. So he said, Look, let, let's go on the back side. Come on. And he went toward the mountain of God, even to Horeb. Next verse, please, son. And the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a flame of fire out of the midst of, the, of a bush. And he looked, and behold, the bush burned with fire, and the bush was not consumed. Is not a bush a tree? Can I get an amen? Aren't we trees of righteousness? So we're that burning bush. And the Spirit of God is burning and refining us. And it was amazing what we could go through. That's why, is it, that, give me the next verse up there. Have I got it? And Moses did say it. I will now turn aside and see the great sight while the bush is not burnt. See, isn't it? Amazing how the stuff we've been through, we ain't been consumed yet. All the hell and agony that we've brought ourselves and stuff. And see, this was an amazement to the one that's been rescued. Why this bush ain't burning up? Fool, that bush is you. 
Well, Moses didn't know it, not even either, until God showed it to me. He said, now, this thing that's going on, Moses sitting there waiting to, have you ever been, just, just wait, just, Lord, just kill me. I just can't take no more. Everybody, if you live long enough, done been there several times. And just if you haven't, keep living. You're going to go there. I just pray that you don't do it. But you will go there a few times in your life where you wish it was all over. When your money can't save you, your girlfriend can't save you, your boyfriend can't save you, your, 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 your things that you work for in life can't save none of that. But our God is a good God. He said, if it were not for the Lord, Lamentations 3, we would have all been consumed. Moses, the one that had been rescued, he was trying to figure it out, church. Why this bush burning? Why? How in the world am I going through all this hell? But I ain't dead yet. I ain't consumed yet. I haven't given up yet. The burning bush. Does it make sense, church? The burning bush. And Moses, he's like, okay, what's going on here? I'm trying to figure out (laughs) what's really going on. Now, notice what's happening here. He said... (coughs) That he took the flock of Jethro, which is the abundance of the sheep. Jethro means abundance of the sheep. Now, what he also did was he took it to the mountain of Horeb. Horeb, that word Horeb there means desolate place. Remember? Desolate place means a wilderness, someplace you ain't been before. You got to discover it. You see? He knew all about the front street. The church knows all about the world, right? Come on, y'all. Israel, the church, knew all about Egypt, the world, right? Because they was in the bondage of it. We all, come on, y'all, talk to me. We know all about it. The agony and the suffering. We know all about that. But watch what God does. God takes him off front street. Takes him on the backside. Y'all heard about it before. Shows him some things. Not only is that burning bush me, but that burning bush is also the ones that's down there in Egypt, in bondage, in the world, my church. And that flock that you took back here on the backside, that's my church that you're going to be taking through the wilderness here in a minute. Well, y'all don't hear me. See, he's fitting to take them somewhere they ain't been before. You see? So, he got the message, and what he decided to do was he decided to obey God. Because obedience, the Bible says, is better than sacrifice. Now, let's go to Isaiah 30. Verses 20. We're going to wrap this thing right on up. Somebody say wrap it up. It don't take long to get a word. A powerful word. It don't take long. 
I left the gala last night when they got when they started humming and the organ cranked up and they started, you know, getting ready to like old old T model that need to get get need a tune up. You know what I'm saying? They getting ready to get cranked up. I tipped on out. I say, baby, I'm gone and I ain't coming back. Now you girls can either come or whatever, but I'm out of here. It wasn't long before I saw them old two girls. They pimping on up through there in front of that motel, hotel, because they know it's time to go. I'm not going to sit there and hear that. She's not going to do it. You're going to have to give me something. Yeah, give me something. I'm not going to do it. Isaiah 30, verses 20 through 23. Amen? Watch this. And though the Lord give you, watch this now. I tell, now. Remember I told you what the burning bush was? Remember? Burning bush was us going through with God's spirit in us, and he's refining us through what? Pain and agony. Somebody say, I love it. Because you whether you love it or not, you're going to get it. So you might well love it. Because he said, be thankful in all things. Right? There's a reason for it. Well, look, look what he says here now. This is God talking through the prophet. He said, verse 20, And though the Lord give you bread for what? Adversity, affliction, uh-huh. That means you're going to eat it. My grandma used to tell me, I used to be old smart Ellie, youngin. She said, okay. I just had a habit saying, I ain't going to do this, and I ain't going to do that. And she said, yeah, you're going to eat you-know-what before you die. She would tell me that. She would tell all of us that. And boy, boy, I done ate a lot of compost in life. <laughs> amen. Amen. amen? Can I get an amen? amen. Uh, a lot of compost. Whole stable pool. <laughs> Uh, I, I got corn growing out of me. I got so much fertilizer from compost. <laughs> yeah, I bet you have too. And though the Lord give you the bread of adversity and the water, which are the blessings of affliction, my God, come on now, <laughs> blessings of affliction, yet shall not thy teachers with an S be removed into a corner anymore. Watch this. But thine eyes shall see thy teachers with an S. In other words, after I finish putting the pain and the agony, you know how some of us, we could be stubborn. God said, after I finish feeding you the bread of adversity, mm-hmm, and the waters of affliction, he said, you're going you're gonna to start, you're going to look a little higher and understand now you're going to be able to see what the teacher's been trying to t- teach you. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, the teacher being taught too. And he's trying to get all of us to <coughs> see. But he said, after I put this woman on, he said, I, the, the teacher ain't going to be here no more. We'll be able to see what God is saying and understand what God is saying. And then he goes on and says, not only that, but in that next verse, next verse, son, he's talking about how our ears, not, and thine ears going to hear. And that word, see, when we see the teacher, we receive the word 
that word takes what it called, just like that 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 uh, in in the Old Testament when it was dark, that thing would go around. That, I mean, in the daytime, that that cloud would go around in the back of them and lead them. At night, it take the front end and light up. In in the daytime, it was just a cloud. I ain't going to get into what the cloud was, none of that, you know. But anyway, that's that voice of the Lord. And that voice of the Lord says, it's going to be behind you. We're going to be able to hear this thing. And it's going to say, this is the way. Walk ye in it. In other words, it's going to take a grasp on our shoulders. And we get ready to go to the left or to the right. And we're in the process of that. We're not there yet, but God is doing, he's going, he's doing what he's doing in us now. He's helping us. But he got to show it to us first. And once he shows it to us, then we can start going at it. Amen. You just can't go at it if you don't know what he's doing, right? So he's showing, he's saying, now, and now, now I'm going I'm, I'm to be there and I'm going to be talking to you. Because through the pain and through the affliction, at some point, sooner or later, we're going to learn to see and hear what God is saying, you know. So we got to give each other time because, see, everybody's faith ain't the same. But everybody's faith is valid. Some got working faith. Some got committed faith. Some got believing faith. Some got healing faith. All kinds of faith. Those are the different types of gifts that God has in us. Some people walk with God. Some people work with God. Some people fight for God. Some people love in God. Some people believe in God. Some people do things. They don't even have no real belief. They just do it like the joker. And God bless them anyway. Because God got them there for that purpose. Rich man, rich. He don't even know God, but God got him there and got him rich so he can help those that know God who are poor and in need. And they do a good job at it. Thank God for rich folk. We'd be in trouble if everybody poor. Don't give out all your food. Talking about you going to help the poor. And then you empty your refrigerator out. Then who? Now you poor. Looking stupid. You, you can't be crazy with this Bible. You got to have common sense, people. You know what I mean? You got your light bill, but some old Yahoo prophet come by, old lying prophet come by and trick you to get in the $500 line, now your rent money gone. Now you hollering about, you know, my rent money gone. I need y'all church to help me. No, wait a minute. You had the money. You gave it to that old lying prophet, but you wouldn't give a real prophet nothing. <laughs> Can I just be honest? But old Jojo, you, he mess around and trick you on one of them late night sermons. <laughs> when, you think, when you think God talking to you, it is really the devil for to talk you out your money. About three or four o'clock in the morning, you know, that's when they get good with it. You turn over and wake up and you say, I think I'll just turn it on the TV and see see if I can get me some good preaching. Yeah, you'll get some good preaching. You'll get somebody trying to get you to write a check. <laughs> they don't like me. <laughs> they can kill me. I don't <laughs> So, 
Watch what he says in verse 22. He said, And ye shall defile also the covering of thy graven images of silver, and the ornaments of thy molten images of gold, and thou shalt cast them away as a minstrel's cloth, and thou shalt say unto it, Get thee hence. What God is saying here, when this thing grab hold of us like it's supposed to grab hold of us, We'll throw away all this foolishness that we're involved in, and me included. We will throw all of this stuff away like a minstrel's cloth. Y'all know what that is. Amen. Amen. Ain't no use for that. Throw it away. And God said, that's the way he wants us to have the same attitude. So we got to work toward that, people. Okay? Because you can put so much pressure and stress on yourself with the do's and the don'ts until you kill yourself from the grace that God really has for you. Okay? So, 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 so don't you let religious folk hurt you now because they will tear you out the frame. Creflo Dollar was speaking on that this morning. And boy, wasn't he laying that thing in that tongue. Now, did you see him at it? Now, he was laying it in there on him now. So I said, oh, God, he must be done encountering some stuff. Because he was, he was like preaching like, okay, we got a problem here, and I'm fitting to deal with it. He, he was he doing that kind of preaching this morning. And now you want now. Verse thir- uh, 23, and I'm ending. Then shall he give the rain of thy seed. How many of y'all know <coughs> that the blessings... That God has a blessing in all the seeds that we plant. God says here, I'm going to give you the rain, the blessings of thy seed. And thou shalt sow the ground with them. Mm-hmm. He ain't talking about that ground out there, people. He's talking about this ground. And the bread of the increase of the earth. And it shall be fat and plenteous. Boy. In that day shall thy cattle feed in large pastures. I'm going to leave this with you. As we catch up <coughs> to this, <coughs> God will increase more and more our blessings and the seed that we sown will multiply a greater harvest. And it'll get to the point where God says, now, when this thing gets to the point where you can actually hear and obey that voice that's saying, walk ye this way and walk ye in, not this way, not that way. When we get there, because I ain't there yet. I don't know about y'all. Y'all might be there. But I'm fighting to get there. It's in my mind to get there. That's a start, ain't it? Don't it? Where does it start if it don't start in the mind? It's got to start in the mind first. You know what I'm saying? You, okay. Where does the, the, the harvest start? In the ground first. So it's got to be planted first. And then that thing starts germinating after it goes through some afflictions and pains, right? Because the ingredients of the earth, it fights it. That's what breaks it open. Now, God says now, your cattle, which are your affections and your desires, he said, it's going to be widespread. In other words, God's word says in the book of Psalm 37, 4, that delight thyself in the Lord, he'll give you the desires of your heart. God said, now, I'm going to get it to you. 
And he said it ain't going to be no small pastor either. It's going to be large pastors. That's what it says there. In order to get it, we got to enlarge ourselves for it. We have to see further than the physical side, what's on the front side. You see, Moses had to go back down there and get that burning bush called Israel and take them to a place on the back side of the mountain where they'd never been before because they'd been on the front side in the system of the world. <coughs> and that thing, it can put you down in there pretty, pretty strong. It's different for each person, depending on what you've been through in life. You know what I'm saying? That's why one book can't be judged by the other book. That's why some books are written this big, some written in some, you know. People have different volumes. You know what I'm saying? And God made us all that way, people. That's why God said let's be long-suffering each other. Let's love one another. Let's keep this thing in the road. Because if two can put a, if one can put a thousand to flight, two, ten thousand, what can this crew do? We still reaching the world. I mean, all you need is that we got to. I remember, Jane Hill, am I lying? <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> I remember we had that little old bitty, a little bitty Canon camera, a little $200 camera, right? <laughs> we, we couldn't even fathom having cameras like this, way up in the thousands of dollars, these things here new. They run anywhere from six, seven, ten thousand dollars a piece. Those top right, them things, they're workhorse. Them cameras right there, them things, they, that's what we call workhorses. We, how long we had them? About seven, eight, eight years, at least eight years now. And we bought them used. But we used to have that little old bitty camera. You got to start somewhere. And we wasn't ashamed of it. Minister uh, uh, Harris would sit right there in one of them chairs, folding chairs, sit right there, and he'd record. And I'd go and I'd edit it and had old movie maker, old cheap version. Now we got that $3,000 editing program called Premier Pro. We didn't pay that much for it. We bought it new. Got it through the Teachers Association. But we got that. We got the top of the line stuff here. You see, God enlarged it. The pastor, our desire, he enlarged it so that we could get, because our desire was to reach the world. Our desire wasn't have a whole bunch of folk flocking in. If they come, they come. If they don't, they don't. That never did move us. We were always world visionaries. How do we get? From here to the world. Good God Almighty. That's been our mindset from day one. How do we get from here to the world? Because if we can get from here to the world, then we can bring the world in here. Through technology. In between being able to see. Without a burden, there is no vision. A burden will put a vision in your heart. And people that have a vision 
a burden, they'll follow a vision that's worthwhile. Because you can't underestimate the mentality and the intelligence of people. Now, people who are pure and wanting to do something, they'll, they'll, they'll be here for you and they'll. But you can be smart as a whip, but if you're the devil, then you're not here for the right reason. And you'll do somebody a lot of harm. Now, that's just the truth. See, see, I'm going to tell you what the problem is with the church. See, this is where leaders, see, you got leaders, and then you got leader leaders. I'm a leader leader because I'm going to speak the truth. Most leaders ain't strong enough to preach it like I preach it because they don't want to offend nobody. I don't give a damn whether I offend you or not. All I want you to do is hear the truth. I hope I offend you enough to hear the truth. That's what I'm hoping for. That's why I'm doing what I'm doing. I'm trying. Jesus said, I didn't come to bring a peace to you. I come to bring a sword. I didn't come to make peace with, with, with people. No, that ain't what uh, I didn't come to do that. I come to preach the word of God in season, out of season, through good times, through bad times. Don't matter. On my worst day, I'm going to always get up here in this pulpit and preach what's in that Bible. On my worst day, I may be having a rough day, nasty day. I may be done failed a thousand times, but what I ain't going to lead you wrong just because I failed. Because God didn't fail. I did. So all I got to do is give this and God. Like I said, they're different faith. Some walk with God. Some work with God. Some believe with God. Some heal with God. All kinds of faith. Which one are you? Which one you got? Got to figure that out. You don't already know. Amen? Let's give God some praise of it. My man, be blessed. Did you get them all? You got everything cut off? Uh, Mommy. Huh? Huh? Give God a hand and clap of praise for that mighty word. Amen. Amen. That was a powerful, powerful, powerful word.